You're listening to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online business podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owner. Let's Talk Business podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn is a mixture of branding, marketing, and business development tips and special guest interviews. Be sure to subscribe and download and share with your friends. For more information about Stephanie A. Wynn, you can visit stephanieawin.com. And to support the podcast, you can go to Let's Talk Business with Stephanie.com. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's talk business. You're listening to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online business podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owners. Let's Talk Business podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn is a mixture of branding, marketing, and business development tips and special guest interviews. This episode, Work-Life Balance with our special guest, Mrs. Donna Lindsay. Listen, this is going to be a great episode. Be sure to subscribe, hit the subscribe button, and let's talk business. Donna, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Today's episode, we're going to talk about work-life balance. So Donna, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. Good morning, Stephanie. Uh, It is such a pleasure to be here with you this morning. And I am just excited about this subject matter, work-life balance. It is necessary in all of our lives. My name is Donna Lindsay, and I am a certified professional coach, uh, otherwise known as the self-love strategist. Uh, My goal is to help women to overcome challenges in their lives, whether it's due to self-worth issues or self-esteem issues and really learn how to love themselves unconditionally and unapologetically. So I thank you for having me on your podcast today and I look forward to the discussion. Yes. So tell me something, Donna, because you mentioned something that was really, really interesting. Your title is The Love Strategist. The Self-Love Strategist. The Self-Love Strategist. Okay, so can you explain to the audience what the self-love strategist is and what do you do? Well, um, as an individual that is always seeking out a plan, that is always looking for strategy in every situation and circumstance, um, that's just how my mind works. You know, strategy to go into the supermarket and to get out quicker than anyone else that went in before me. Uh, Strategy to navigate my internal relationships, you know, with my husband, my son, Um, I'm always seeking strategy. Um, I just believe that, you know, when you are equipped with, you know, tips and tools and, of course, strategies, you can navigate um, exceptionally well. So as a self-love strategist, what I essentially do is teach women how to love themselves unconditionally and unapologetically. What exactly does that mean? We work on skills that they currently have. We take a look at what they're not necessarily employing and work on building those skill sets uh, so that they can ultimately move from where they are to where they need to be in their self-love journey. It's all about learning how to acknowledge who you are in your totality, your positive character traits, as well as those character traits that tend to challenge you 
moving into a place of acceptance and then from there uh, moving into a place of appreciation, approval, and affirmation. These are, uh, you know, the five steps per se or the five uh, strategies that I provide uh, women Mm -hmm. so that they can navigate the self-love journey, um, you know, seamlessly and sweatlessly. That sounds awesome. We as women and fellas, we have you too. But we as women, we really need that self-love. Yes. We love everybody else. Mm-hmm. And we, when it comes to us, it's like we leave each other out for some, for whatever reason. By nature, we're nurturers. Correct. So we're so busy nurturing everybody. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about work life. You have an event coming up and I want to talk about that too. But I want to talk about this, this episode. I title it work life balance because when I worked in corporate America, this term was always on the boards in the break room. Um, we would get emails about work life balance opportunities. You know, if you need to talk to a therapist, um, how are you balancing your, your workload at work and in your life, personal life? So I truly believe that if your personal life is not balanced, it will show up in your business side. I, I, I'm a firm believer of that because I remember, and this is for my entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs who are wanting and seeking to build their business and they have, and they're married for our, for our married couples out here. Um, when you have a spouse who's not an entrepreneur, but entrepreneurship is your passion, it's your purpose. What do you do? I get this question all the time. Well, Stephanie, what do you do when you have a partner who, you know, you're working, you work in your nine to five and then your spouse doesn't understand that there may be late nights or you may have to work longer hours in your business. And I, I pause because I remember when I started my ice cream shop, I was married with two children and I had a, I, I remember this like it was yesterday. I remember asking my spouse, Hey, I, I just need you to listen to something. I, I need your opinion on something about the business. And he was tapped out, mentally tapped out. He's like, I don't know. I don't care. That's your business. What that did for me was I knew then I can't ask him anything about the business. I got to do this by myself with the help of my parents and my children. But what I learned was I needed to have some type of balance in my personal life because my personal life was out of order. And then it started to show up in the business side because he felt like I had so much more time in the business and I wasn't giving him enough time. So that's why the shutdown, you know, I can't do, I don't know what you, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what you got going on in the business. That's your business. That's your shop. You handle that. And I'm like, well, we're supposed to be a couple, right? We're together, right? But then I had to really sit back and think, okay, let me see what's going on. Let's, let us get some counseling. Let me recommend counseling. And then it came out in counseling that I put a lot of time in my business and it wasn't enough time for him. Not the, him and the kids, just for him. What do you do when you have like, do you just say, okay, I'm just going to throw 
this passion that I have for entrepreneurship on the back burner and save my marriage? For me, my answer was I went to God first because I had to hear from him of what to do. But what I did was I made time for my marriage. I did whatever I needed to do. I knew that I still needed to run my business. That was between the hours of nine to six. And then after that, I had to put all of my time to my spouse and my family. So the days that I was off, I mean, we had different days and we worked together like, you know, daytime, you know, time for us. What are your thoughts on the work-life balance when we talk about on the entrepreneurship side, we do have to have put more time, like create a schedule or something for to separate the business from our personal so that we can have a balance? I, I definitely believe so. And, and, you know, it's interesting. I was listening to your story and I know several people, very, very close friends um, and family members who have gone through um, similar situations and many of them just chose to surrender the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to understand that for the, many of us, that business is bigger than a business. Uh, for many of us, it is our purpose. It is what we were designed, we were fashioned and formed to do, what we were created to bring into the earth to aid and assist everyone else that we may come into contact with. Ultimately, when you surrender that business, it's almost like surrendering your purpose and saying, okay, I'm I'm just going to abort the mission. Um, So what do we do? Um, It's very important. Yes, you have a purpose um, and you, you know, don't necessarily have a spouse that uh, understands that entrepreneurial mindset, that entrepreneurial schedule and the demands that um, come as a result of that because they are a traditional nine to fiver. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, so it would take some strategizing. You've heard me use that word, but it would definitely take some strategizing. One of the things that I would strongly suggest is putting a schedule in place. I know for me, one of the things that has happened where I would, you know, maybe spend time, you know, checking text messages that were coming through or you know, going on Facebook and responding during the course of the day, because I have to stay on track and ensure that I complete all of the things on my things to do list. Now there are some things that I cannot do during the course of the day because I have to hit these particular uh, bullet points or I have to hit these particular tasks and ensure that they are completed within the time frame that I've allotted for my work day. And then being intentional about your relationship with your spouse, right? Date nights don't just have to be us going out to a movie theater or going out to, you know, dinner, whatever the case may be. It could be a Wednesday night where you just say, hey, let's sit down and watch Family Feud. You know, let's watch, you know, an hour of Family Feud or whatever. Um, Something that you know your spouse enjoys and, you know, being intentional about it so that they can see that, okay, you are working, but you know when to cut it off because your schedule says you're done at four or five or six. And then we're going to, you know, eat dinner and we're going to sit down and we're going to do this together. Uh, The other thing that I would definitely say is find a way to incorporate your spouse in your business. Yes. Um, 
learn your spouse. You know when they're hot, when they're cold. You know when they're on, when they're off. You know when they want to hear it, when they don't want to hear it. I know that for me, that has worked tremendously by leaning on my husband and asking him, you know, for advice and not just doing it because I want to, you know, puff him up or, you know, boost his ego, but really and truly because I trust him and I, I trust his wisdom. I trust his knowledge. I trust his understanding. And I also understand that he represents a part of that clientele or he represents a fraction of the world that may think that way. So I will ask him, you know, when I'm writing a a particular chapter for a book, you know, this is how I worded it, but what do you think, you know, should I word it a different way? Or, you know, is there something else that I need to be saying to the audience? And my husband has been phenomenal in this, that he has been able to aid and assist me in getting a clear message out. Um, when sometimes it wasn't as clear as I wanted it to be. Um, you know, when it comes to setting up, you know, my sets for, you know, my live streams, you know, my husband has been very instrumental in assuring that, you know, my set is staged so that I have more time to go backstage and get dressed and put on the makeup and get all dolled up. So as, as much as you possibly can, although they may not necessarily have you know, an intricate part in the working of your business, find a way to get them involved. Because ultimately that cry, that cry of you're not spending enough time with me is just that. I I want to spend time with you. And really and truly that can manifest itself by helping you with your business. It's when they say you're not spending enough time with me, they're saying you're not including me. I don't feel like I carry weight. I don't feel like my opinion matters, mm-hmm. right? So yes. why not include them in your business? Yes. Find a way to, even if it's proofreading a chapter for you, if you know that, you know, your spouse likes to read, have them proofread a chapter of, of your book, you know, or of your program or of your curriculum. Uh, so definitely number one, creating a schedule, keeping to that schedule because you want to avoid burnout. I've been there. I've experienced it. It's not worth it. Your body will shut down. So create a schedule that you know you can do. Make it practical, right? Um, And then the second thing is find a way to incorporate your spouse or your significant other in the work that you do. So did you guys hear that? Like Donna Lindsay, listen, just provided (laughs) some really good work-life balance tips for the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur. We... I remember being in corporate America and I'm going to go back. I'm going back to this because in corporate America, when they talk about work-life balance, they're talking about, you know, being stressed out, having too much of a workload. Are you balancing out that workload in your life? You know, making sure your life is balanced enough so that you can perform on this job. But when you think about work-life balance, you need that in your personal life, too. Your personal life, if it's out of order, it is going to show, it's going to rear its ugly head. I'm in full agreement with what Donna said. Like you do have to include them in the, find something. Some, if you know that your spouse is good at something, he may not even know that you're doing this. But when you ask him, Hey, let's say he's good at taking photos of you speaking. That's your cameraman. Because remember, you need content. You need footage. He can take those pictures of you instead of hiring a photographer until you can get to that level. You can afford your personal photographer. I mean, 
That was some really good tips, Donna. So my second, the second part of this episode, I wanted to ask a question about, I noticed that you are um, Mrs. Black America. Can you tell the audience about that? That is really big. Thank you. Uh, Yes, I am the reigning Mrs. Black America. Um, I represent the entire United States. Prior to becoming Mrs. Black America, I was Mrs. Florida and uh, went to nationals in Milwaukee, Wisconsin and competed and was able to take home the title of Mrs. Black America. Actually, it is a title that I share with my husband, which is an exciting thing. This goes back to what I was saying, include your spouse. Um, So my husband and I both serve as Mr. and Mrs. Black America for the entire United States. And uh, when we went to nationals, our platform was uh, purpose, wellness, and faith. Uh, because this is the work that we're doing in the community. We're always talking to people about purpose and fulfilling their purpose. Hence why, if your husband is good at taking those pictures or good at setting up that you know, set or that doing that lighting for you, this is a part of them fulfilling purpose. So we, we talk to couples, we talk to individual men and women about you know, fulfilling purpose, What is their purpose, first of all? And then how do we go about fulfilling purpose? We also talk about wellness and the area that we focus on primarily with wellness, which strategically connects to the work I do as a self-love strategist is mental and emotional wellness. Because oftentimes we have people on the, um, the work front in, in, you know, that are working out there that are, you know, exemplary. These are individuals that are making the most sales. You know, they're putting out the most books, you know, they are, they're, they're just rocking and rolling in the corporate setting. But if you were to catch these people behind closed doors, some of them are insecure. Some of them are suicidal. They're depressed. They're oppressed. You name it. Um, so we definitely, uh, also set out to put an end to the stigma that mental and emotional, um, health has kind of, you know, uh, turned into. And I think, you know, we've been instrumental in quenching that here in the South Florida area uh, where we go in and we we host workshops and webinars for individuals so that they can understand that, you know, when you don't take care of yourself, you know, this, you can find yourself not experiencing mental and emotional wellness. Um, you'll find yourself in a state of depression. You'll find yourself you know, feeling more insecure or lacking worth or lacking confidence. Um, and then the last thing, of course, is faith. Um, uh, we are believers. We believe, uh, you know, that um, our faith in God has ultimately thrusted us to where we are now. And so we do talk to individuals that are open to hear about the message of faith and the message of truth. And um, it has been an absolute honor serving the nation as Mrs. Black America uh, I've done, you know, a wealth of, of radio shows and live broadcasts and um, parades and you name it. Um, if you are, you know, wanting to hear from Mrs. Black America, you can always go over to my website. And I'm sure uh, Miss Wynn will share that information uh, later on in this podcast. But um, it has been a pleasure. One of the greatest things, and I, this is just coming to me now, that really stood out to me was when my husband and I uh, participated in the Martin Luther King Day Parade here in the Fort Lauderdale area. And we were just about to embark on the journey with the other um, vehicles and vessels that were in this parade. And 
there were a group of girls that left their position. They were a part of the parade as well, left their position and literally ran up to me and they were hugging me and just saying, oh my gosh, you're, you're amazing. You're so beautiful. You know, um, our young ladies are looking for a mentor. They're looking for someone that they can look up to, that they can see as an example. Out of all the hundreds of thousands of people that were in this parade, thousands of people that were lining the streets, they saw something in me that resonated with them. And it caused them to come over. They wanted my autograph. They wanted to know how I could contact me. And I'm not saying that to, you know, boost myself up, but I'm saying for those of you that are listening out there, that are writing books, that are out there doing speaking engagements, remember our young ladies. They need someone that is willing to take the time to pour into them, to impart into them, to speak life into them, and to show them how to grow up into that beautiful, beautiful rose that they were predestined to be, you know? Um, so that was just a great memory that came out of uh, one of our experiences as we continue to reign as, as Mr. and Mrs. Black America. Remember, like work-life balance, it doesn't necessarily mean like just working and you're finding a balance, like giving back to the community too. That's a part of the balance part, right? And even including your spouse in that. So that was really good. I, I think I'm just amazed at all that you're doing in the community, Donna, um, with the Mrs. Black America and with what you have coming up. I'm going to let you introduce that, the Love Me First Masterclass. What I do know is that one thing I like on your website, you have your, I think that's your tagline where you say self-love, it's a journey, not a destination. When we talk about self-love, I just want to break this down for you all. Some people may not understand what work-life balance is. And so I want to give the, de the definition of what work-life balance is. So work-life balance that's how you're able to balance your work. So if you, you, you have a nine to five or if you are a entrepreneur, authorpreneur, how you balance your, your business, your corporate job with your personal life, how you balance those out, how you handle stress, as Donna stated, like your health, you know, health is wealth. If you're not good on in, in health wise, how can you be good to anybody else? How can you perform your very best on your job? If you're not together on the health side. So remember, work-life balance, it doesn't necessarily mean just a corporate job. It means business owners, small business owners, big business owners. Like it's it's all it's it's all of that together. So when we talk about self-love, what what I say all the time, if your personal life is not together, it will show up in your business side. And by that I mean. When Donna's mentioned about she's the self-love strategist, how do you find the time to give yourself love? And Donna, I want you to like expand on your, your, um, is that your tagline? That is my tagline. Um, okay. That is my tagline. And I thank you for bringing that out because that is a very, very important part of the process. A lot of people believe that, okay, I'm going to, you know, embark upon my self-love journey and it's going to happen, you know, within a day, a week. No, self-love is a process. Mm -hmm. And with each and every passing day, each and every passing month and year, 
you not only get better at it, but you learn how to love yourself seamlessly, sweatlessly, unconditionally, and unapologetically. Um, you know, a lot of people come to me and they say, okay, Donna, teach me how to love myself. And they think that it's going to happen just like that. After, you know, mm -hmm. a few sessions, um, they're going to, they're going to love themselves. No, this is a process and it is a five step process. Uh, that I essentially take people through so that they can understand that this is something that you will do for the remainder of your days. We don't stop brushing our teeth when we hit a certain age. We're going to continue brushing our teeth all the days of our life because we understand that if we don't brush our teeth, then our teeth will fall out. They'll rot. All kinds of things will happen. Yes. Right. Self-love is the same way. Um, we want to continue to pour into ourselves. We want to continue to take care of ourselves, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, you know, all of the components um, to ensure that we can live positive and productive lives. And it starts there with learning how to love yourself unconditionally and unapologetically. So, you know, self-love is a journey, not a destination. And sometimes, you know, when you're taking a road trip, you know, there are detours along the way. There's construction going on. So you may have to go another direction. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes when you're on a journey, you know, you thought, you know, the GPS was taking you uh, through a beautiful plane and all of a sudden you're going up a mountain. Yes. You know, this is all a part of the self-love journey and mm -hmm. how we navigate that and how we move through that is the process that I take my clients through. Awesome. Awesome. That was really, really awesome. Do you all know that Donna is also a published author? She is amazing. I'm telling you. So Donna, when you co-authored your um, newly your new newly released book, The Professional Woman, how did you feel after publishing the book? How did you feel once the book was published? I honestly, I felt relieved. <laughs> <laughs> I felt relieved. Um, and I'm going to tell you why I felt relieved. And anyone that has written a book or you're in the process of writing a book, you know, you know, sometimes you, you're gung ho, you're dead set, you're fervent, you're zealous at the very start of the book. And then you get somewhere around the midway point and you're like, okay, where do I go from here? And, you know, Sometimes you you experience that writer's block and you're like, OK, what do I do um, for me? I just began to pray and to speak life into myself. And then ultimately the remainder of uh, the chapter um, evolved. But I believe it is um, one of the greatest works uh, that I will ever do. Um, the power of influence and it ultimately what that chapter speaks to is um, how leaders can use their influence to impact those that they lead through the lens of self-love, right? We all have experienced leadership, um, whether it's in the field of education, whether it's in the hospital systems, whether it's in the corporate world that were disgruntled, that were angry. You know, people are whispering in the coffee rooms and saying, what's going on with this person? You know, why are they so angry? Um, but ultimately, if leaders can also learn how to love themselves unconditionally, they too can positively influence the people that they lead. Great. This is this is so good, Donna. Like this, the the way you explained it, we we are everyone has have been in some type of leadership capacity. And again, it all goes back to that self-love which I'm super excited to announce. Donna will be hosting her Love Me First Masterclass. 
So Donna, would you mind explaining like what the Love Me First Masterclass, what that entails? Where can people sign up? When does it start? Can you give us a little bit of information about that? Absolutely. I am so excited about this Love Me First Masterclass. It is a three-week course that I've designed. It will be taking place in January, uh, three Saturdays. So that's January 16th, January 23rd, and January 30th. Each session will only be an hour from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. And in that session, uh, participants will have the opportunity to, number one, identify barriers and challenges to their positive thinking. Uh, Number two, release people, situations, and circumstances that have been toxic in their journey. And then the third thing is learn how to love themselves unconditionally and unapologetically. Um, I believe that this masterclass is going to be life-changing. I believe that anyone that enrolls in the class um, will begin to embark upon their self-love journey, um, and it will positively impact how they move forward um, in that journey. For those that are interested, uh, you can definitely purchase uh, your seat at Linktree backwards slash Donna Lindsay. Um, and the cost of the class is just $25. Now, I must remind everyone, this is a New Year's special. Um, so as we move throughout the course of the year, you will not get this class for that price. Again, the, the price um, is actually retailed at $97. So this is a perfect opportunity for you to get in on this uh, masterclass for just $25. And if not for you, um, definitely find a an opportunity for you to gift it to someone. You know, someone in your life that is, you know, battling with that positive thought process, or possibly they are still engaging in toxic relationships, or you, you're observing them in toxic situations, um, or you, you see that they're just struggling in their self-love journey. Why not give this as a gift to that individual and say, you know what, go there and learn and let's see how your self-love journey takes off. So I'm looking forward to this. Um, Love Me First Masterclass. Um, Seats are limited, so I am encouraging you all to go over to Linktree backwards slash Donna Lindsay to purchase your seat today. Awesome. Awesome. So you all heard that. It's the Love Me First Masterclass. And I'm sure we all know of someone who just could benefit from this masterclass. So Donna, this is the part of the show where when we come to the conclusion, I always like to give away um, three business takeaways. And so I want you to give us like some um, business tips, takeaways in that they can go back and apply to their life regarding your self-love. Okay. Um, And that's, that's really, really good. Um, The first thing that comes to mind is that schedule, you know, creating a schedule for yourself, not just for your work life, but what about, you know, for yourself, So when you create a schedule, you know, for your work day, you understand that I'm going to check emails from nine to 10 and I'm going to take phone calls from, you know, 10 to 1030 or whatever the case may be. Um, You also schedule time for your spouse, schedule time for your children. But what about scheduling time for yourself? How much time are you going to allocate on a daily basis to loving yourself? And remember, self-love manifests itself in many different ways. 
that could be reading a book that you've just been holding on to and you've been desiring to read. You say to yourself, you know what? Each and every day, I'm going to spend 30 to 45 minutes reading this book, or I'm going to read a chapter of this book every night, or I'm going to take a bubble bath, you know, two to three times a week and literally soak for 30 minutes and just light those candles and spend time listening to soft music and just meditating on the beauty of life, not thinking about work, not thinking about a spouse, not thinking about children, but just thinking about the beauty of life and thinking about, you know, how much you are in love with yourself. You know, self-love can manifest itself sometimes in just taking a simple drive. We live here in South Florida, close to the beach. Um, so, you know, for us, it's, it's, you could just take a 20 minute drive along the beach, you know, and just take in all that life has to offer. Um, you know, scheduling a yoga class, you know, making time because remember self-love is not just about the bubble bath. I hear a lot of people saying that, but what are you doing for your health? You know, scheduling time for exercise, you know, possibly going for a walk or a jog or incorporating that yoga. Um, so definitely having a schedule um, is key. And I know it's like, oh, I just want to kind of fly by the seat of my pants and just kind of, um, how has that worked for you? I'm just asking, you know, how has that worked for you by you just flowing and going with it? How has that worked for you? Have you been able to incorporate the time that is needed to build yourself up and to prepare you for another day? If it has, then congratulations. Most of the people that I've worked with, they spend more time taking care of the needs of everyone else, taking care of the needs of the people on their job, taking care of the needs of the people in their home, and they leave no time for themselves. So number one, I would say definitely important for you to schedule time with yourself, schedule time with yourself so that you can begin to pour into yourself and love on yourself in ways that you need to be loved on. Um, the next thing that I would say, um, affirmation, affirmations are huge. Um, I start my day with affirmations. Sometimes I close my day with affirmations and sometimes I'm speaking affirmations even at midday, especially when I'm experiencing a tough day, a day that is filled with, you know, a lot of ups and downs and personalities coming from this way and that way. Um, utilizing affirmations to speak life over myself and over my situations has helped me over the last 20 plus years in the field of education, as well as now um, in my own practice to get over those humps. Um, there are moments, yes, as a self-love strategist that I wonder, can you do this? And then I have to check myself and say, oh, let's find the affirmation for that and let's speak life into that. Absolutely, you can do this. You were designed for this. You were created for this. You were made for this, for this moment, for this individual, and you are going to positively impact their lives in ways they could never think or even imagine. Um, so that would definitely be business tip number two. Uh, I would say find affirmations that gel with you or write out your own affirmations that you can ultimately into your life and into your situations. And then the third thing that I would say is use your ability to love yourself to positively impact those that you interact with. And I know you're saying, what, what do you mean? Okay. Um, when we love ourselves, it makes it so much easier to love other people. 
to honor other people, to respect other people. And you're saying, but I'm not supposed to get that close to people on the job. And, you know, it, it, it really a church, like I get it, like it's church, but, you know, really at the corner store, at the grocery store, listen, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is forgiving. Love does not record wrongdoing. You are expressing love all throughout the course of the day because all throughout the course of the day, we are interacting with people. You're interacting with people as you drive on the highway. You may be in your car. They may be in their car. But guess what? There are moments where, you know, they may come over on your lane or whatever the case may be. Let's try to respond in love everywhere that we go and see what the return on your investment is. Rather than responding with a nasty attitude, rather than responding with a curse word, rather than responding, you know, with anger and frustration and irritation, let's make it a practice to respond in love because we love ourselves. And as a result of us loving ourselves, I'm going to now extend love towards you. I'm going to extend kindness towards you. I'm going to be forgiving of you. I'm no longer going to record your wrongdoing. I'm going to be patient with you because just as I am a work in progress, I understand that you on the job, my supervisor, are a work in progress. You, the usher that stands at the door that doesn't appear to like people is also a work in progress. You, the young lady that works at the counter at the Walmart, mm, I know you're having a tough day, but you're a work in progress. And if I love myself, I'm going to extend love to you and see what your return on your investment will be as you go through this. So number one, uh, create a schedule, you know, design a schedule, incorporate self-love into that schedule Two, map out some affirmations that you can speak over your life and over your situations. And then number three, be that example of what love looks like in the earth. Be the example. Learn how to love yourself in such a way that you have no problem extending that love to those people that you interact with on a daily basis. Donna, listen, (laughs) you really gave some good takeaways today. So as she stated, number one, create a schedule that incorporates self-love. Two, affirmations. What are affirmations? I am strong. I am beautiful. I am loved. Those type of affirmations. But make them personable to yourself, as Donna stated. And then be the example. Be the example. We have to, it's time to change the way we think and how we do things. I always like to end about the ships. At some point on your entrepreneurship journey, you will encounter some type of ship. Friendships, relationships, partnerships, entrepreneurship, whatever ship you choose, make sure that your ship is free from holes and that it is solid. We talked about work-life balance in this episode with our special guest, Donna Lindsay. This episode, if you do nothing else, the takeaways were amazing. Self-love. It's a journey, not a destination. It's a journey, not a destination. We're starting with the new year. This is the first quarter of the new year. If you want to be better, it takes no time to give yourself personal development. You earned that right. You earned that right. It's a new year. We know what 2020 brought us and we're in 2021. For those that made it, it's time to do what we need to do. And that is love ourselves. We got to love ourselves first. If you don't love yourself first, how can you be anything to anyone else? Donna, I want to thank you for taking your time to come on the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Let's Talk Business with Stephanie A. Wynn podcast, an online podcast where you will get weekly business strategies for the emerging author and startup business owner. Be sure to sign up for our monthly newsletter at letstalkbusinesswithstephanie.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time.